What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the EDM Show. I am your host, Greg, here to talk to you about all the video game news that we don't know about. Join with me this week. I have Ash. Miss Sparks, how are you doing? Oh, I'm all right. Been a rough couple of days, but I'm all right. Hanging in there. That's all we can ask for you sometimes, right? Mm-hmm. And, of course, one of the top 26 photographers in Kansas City, Matt. What up, dude? What's up? And I know that sounds cool, but do you know what's cooler than that? Being the top 25? Did no. D- oh. Discovering a new breed of Brachiosaurus. Oh, sorry, Stegosaurus. I don't know if you saw that. You discovered a new breed of Stegosaurus? Oh, no, I wish. Oh, I would be insufferable. Like, I would flaunt that everywhere. Like, I would put that in every single bio I can. I would change my LinkedIn (laughs) to discovered new dinosaur, and I would name it after myself. Because who doesn't want a dinosaur named after them? Me. Stegosaurus doesn't really, like... No. Well, yeah, you're right. It's a very dad dinosaur. (laughs) Like I would definitely like you. Yeah, it is. He comes with New Balance shoes. <laughs> Jesus. Comes with uh, cargo shorts. Cargo like, shorts and sunscreen. But here's the thing, though: would it be on the back half, or would it be on all four legs as pants? It depends. Am I a dinosaur that walks on all four legs, or am I a dinosaur that just walks on the back two legs? Well, well speaking of Stego, it's, it's what if I fly? What if I fly and the cargo shorts are just there to like accessorize my legs as opposed to like actually be functional? Or what if you're a pteranodon and you don't really have legs, you just have little wiggly feet? I don't know what a pteranodon is, but I'm gonna take your word for it. <laughs> <sighs> Either way, it's going to be an awesome dinosaur. Gregosaurus? <laughs> yes, that is. New that... Twitter handle? What? With the, with the white New Balance? The white and blue New Balance? Ooh. He's definitely got to. Yeah, he's got to be like a pterodactyl, though, because I, like, I'm imagining like the, the backwards cap. Mm. And the pterodactyl definitely has that backwards cap look. Yep, so, but the, do they have to be an omnivore? So like, or an herbivore. So when you're like mowing the lawn, those are like your mowing shoes, but you're just eating grass. Listen, okay. <laughs> Let's talk about this. In the world of shoes, because I, I thought about this the other day because I put the wrong shoes on and went to work and I wore the wrong shoes mm. and my feet were killing me. And I've realized as a dad, I have three pairs of shoes and they, they uh, devalue as I own them, right? As we all know, but they get worse. Yep. So I, I have the work, the the casual slash work shoes, the ones I can work wear for whatever. It is what it is. And these are just the main shoes. These don't include like the winter boots or boots in general, just the sneakers. So I have the casual slash work shoes. Those are good for anything. I can wear them anywhere. Just stylish enough to not be too daddy, but not stylish enough to be like, oh damn, he's dripping. It ain't happening. That's not <laughs> happening. Let's just just get that clear. Then when those shoes get too old, those become the gym shoe, right? Mm. Those are the shoes you only wear to the gym. It's the mm-hmm. only place you wear them. You don't wear them anywhere else. Mm-hmm. And then when you when those fall down, then they become the lawn mowing shoes. Mm. It's a three level sneaker that I own. Yes. So I throw it out there. 
Okay. Fun facts. Yeah. That's fair. So where are your sneakers at in the level of uh, dadness? <laughs> where am I at? Uh, I don't wear New Balance. Uh, and as I just stated, I own three pairs of shoes, so I have one of each. Mm. That's fair. It's funny because uh, Grim Sleeper co-opted me into <laughs> buying a pair of sneakers <sighs> recently. Um, you got the all black Air Force ones, didn't you? Oh no, never. That is an intent. That is a very intentional purpose. I, like that is a very intentional purchase. I don't care who you are. You have a motive and an agenda when you buy that shoe. <laughs> I might buy some. <laughs> I might buy some. That's why we can't. So anyway, you were co-opted into what now? Oh, I just bought some shoes. Uh, oh, cool! Oh, yeah, I saw those. Those are those are slick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, I, as the kids say, you come to dripping or whatever it is, drip or drown. <laughs> huh? Drip or drown? Drip or drowned? Yeah. Yeah, he got the drip. So, <laughs> you but drown, drown is bad. Yeah. Yes. Whatever, man. Still whoop your ass. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's that's just like my go-to. Like, oh, you a punk? I'm whatever you want. Right. Go outside. <laughs> Civil side. <clears throat> anyway, all right. Let's talk. Let's let's let's. What did you play this week, Matt? Um, I played a whole lot of Pokemon still, uh, because I am now caught between: do I do the post-game stuff, or do I just run around messing around the Pokedex entries? And that's kind of like the catch-22 I'm at right now. But, talking about this a little bit later, I did also play the Kirby demo that they released. And actually pretty excited about it. Now, we ain't gonna wait. We ain't gonna wait. Go ahead. Tell me about the Kirby demo. I need to play it. I haven't done so yet. Tomorrow's my day off. We'll see. Right. Uh, so I think it was either... Th- it was Thursday. Um when they came Thursday, yeah, Thursday, they came out and they're like, hey, I think they sent out a tweet. It's like, hey, um, if you go to the Nintendo eShop, we actually have a demo for Kirby out right now, Kirby in the Forgotten Land, um, where you can play the first three levels, essentially. Uh, and then a lot of people were throughout the day talking about it, playing it and got me super excited. So when I got home from work, first thing I did, download the demo and I played through the first three levels, um, which I think it's too like essentially like level levels but then the third is the boss battle that you do um so got a pretty good grasp on the game itself and also uh kirby's mouthful mode where he just takes over vending machines uh giant cones and a car uh it's it's actually really really fun i am it'll take a little getting used to but the the camera maneuvering for it because it's one of those things where it's like uh I'm trying to think of the best it's so it kind of treats it like a, a almost like a side scroller, but you can only move in like a 90 camera in like a 90 degree angle uh, whenever you like Kirby's back to it or uh, and it, it, I don't know. It's weird because I want to like turn the camera to do like a 360, but you can't. Huh. Uh, but I mean, other than that, it's, it's a lot of fun. Uh, Mouthful mode is a really fun, unique addition to the game. Uh and also, like, getting the different power-ups and stuff like that. It, it, it's fun, and I'm really stoked for the game to come out because I think a lot of people will enjoy it. Interesting. And when does that game come out? Do you know, Matt? 
the 17th. Ooh, 25th. 25th. <clears throat> I was off by 17th. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eight. <laughs> but that's how math works. It's cool. Right. How about you, Ash? Can you do any better than him? <laughs> Jesus. For what? What'd you play this week? Uh, so I've actually been playing, I mean, it's not a new MMO, but it's an MMO new to me. Uh, it's called Bless Unleashed. It's free on PSN. Um, if you've ever played a game called Neverwinter or Terra, it's similar. Um, it's not top-down like most MMOs. Um, it's more like third-person RPG style. That's kind of cool. Um, I definitely prefer that over the top down um the coolest feature i think about the game especially for console is the way that the combos get linked together so that's really neat and then of course i played arc and uh <clears throat> you did much streaming this last week um i streamed both bless and arc um i got the whole thing arc yesterday we played to like 2 30 in the morning which is kind of funny because he's like oh i don't like survival games but i'll just play it because you want me to and then ended up playing it for like six hours straight and i was like yeah uh-huh what was that it's a cool it's actually kind of fun i was like uh-huh. okay so let's see what did i play this week i just started hearing like a notebook or something um i played Ooh, i played Puzzle Quest 3 on my iPhone. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> it's interesting. Not a bad little RPG. Probably played a couple hours of it while I was uh, not very busy at a place I was getting paid. Um, they call that work. Um, <clears throat> and uh, so, it, I mean, it, it, all great for that. Not bad. Free game. Easy match three kind of RPG elements like um, really cheesy story. Um Entertaining. Keeps you preoccupied when you've got nothing else to do. Uh, I also played... The big thing I played, though, was probably Elden Ring. So, I am not a Souls fan. Mm. At all. It's one of those games where, on paper, it, it, it should be my thing. It, everything makes sense about it. Except for the uh, get good bro kind of mentality. Because <laughs> I don't have time for that. Um, it's why I prefer turn-based RPGs usually because I can actually kind of be more tactful. Um, I'm not the kind of person who dips, dodges, and rolls. I'm just going to get hit by that wrench or the dodgeball and take it to the face. It's just, mm. it's just the way I play games. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, I've tried Demon Souls. Uh, I played, I think Bloodborne was the first one I got into. no. I played Demon Souls when it first came out, and I had no clue what the hell that game was. Like I, I, I was so baffled and confused by that game. I left it. I think the next one I played was Bloodborne. Um, I remember being really excited because I beat that first boss, you know, the bridge. I don't know if you guys know what I'm talking about at all. Anybody mm-hmm. who's played it probably has some clue. And I, fe- I did it one shot, and I was like, yeah. And I was talking to my friends who played Bloodborne, and like, nah, bro, that's not a boss. That's just a mini boss. And just completely deflated. Never beat the actual first boss, which is Granddad or whatever in the cemetery that turned into a wolf. Um, never beat him. 
I don't know how I feel about Elden Ring. Uh, it opens you up in a huge open world, uh, unlike what I've experienced in both Demon Souls and Bloodborne. Um, it's it doesn't really hold your hand, but holds your hand a little bit more. I felt like, um, in the opening area, like you can just kill guys off. Like, it's not like bloodborne. I remember bloodborne, like you had that first wolf you had to kill. And then when you got to the like actual area, it was like a pack of three and you had to kill the three of them and figure out how to do it. And no, it's just, here's a dude. Can you sneak up on him and stab him in the back? Cool. Here you go. And then the world just completely opens up and you can go wherever, do whatever. Um, and it's, it's, it's really intriguing. Like it, like everybody's liking it to legend of Zelda breath of the wild. And I can see it cause you can go anywhere. Uh, I was playing the game and went into the dungeon, this little town thing that decrepit zombies with torches went downstairs, to the basement killed some rats open this treasure chest and it ports me all the way to BFE with some dudes who was out for my skin. And I had to, I had to haul out of there real quick. And then I find out the whole area I'm in is like way too high level for where I need to be. So I had to run out of there. It was cool though. Like I was actually able to run away from these stupid enemies, get a bunch of experience, yada, yada, yada. Right. It's not bad. I did try to fight a couple bosses. I suck at this game, like straight up, no questions whatsoever about it. And I can't tell if I love it or I hate it. And I feel like if I continue to like it, I'm just going to become like a masochist with video games. I'm like, oh, if it's not like Mega Man with teeth with free life that I can't actually get, it's not a good game. But like, if I don't like it, does that just mean I don't like video games? Like I'm, I'm, mm. I'm, I'm at a dilemma here. It hurts. Yeah. It, Potential crisis, you know. It, it's, it, I'm, I am due for a midlife crisis. You know what I mean? Like I'm due for one. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Elden Ring. I'm with you, Greg. Not my cup of tea. <clears throat> I've seen a couple of instances, uh, a little, little more personal, like people that I know uh, that have played Elden Ring. Um, one specifically, my brother, who doesn't really play video games. He's like, he, uh, I was talking to him. He's like, he's like, yeah, I picked up Elden Ring gonna try it i'll let you know how it goes and i was just like you're in for a time four hours greg he lasted playing four hours he's like he's like f this game i'm taking it back <laughs> it's i like he, here's what's crazy about it. like it's i'm sitting downstairs and i'm i i got my wife and my daughter upstairs and they're ch chitting and chatting and i'm talking I'm like hell yeah oh yeah i got this oh I got, what the hell and they just start cackling because they can hear me <laughs> enjoying myself and then just getting pissed like it's just a like it's a straight up roller coaster you, oh yeah oh you get the peak and you're like oh my whole cleansed and you're going all the way down arms up screaming. right it's so i don't know it's interesting i i do i i want to like it i really do and i'm tempted tomorrow on my day off i might see if i can't level my character up and see if that makes it easier. I will say I absolutely hate the messaging system. Like, mm. it's it's not, you can't type in it. It's all kind of pre-generated, but like you choose the first, what you're talking about, and then you choose, you fill in the blank kind of with select words. Um, 
when I walked up to this trap that teleported me halfway across the world, awesomeness ahead or something like that was one of the messages or good, good loot was another one or something to that effect. So you're reading these messages as you walk up to this dress and you're like, oh, I'm about to get a dope weapon, some armor. Boom. All I got was my life taken from me. Was not happy about that. <laughs> so like the messaging system was like really cool. Really. Tra- it, it, it's like being on Twitter. Uh-huh. It is 100% like being on Twitter. Okay. You get some stuff that's great. You get other stuff you're like, bro, why? Yeah. Why you do that? So, I don't know. Maybe I'll report next week that I, I've beaten a boss. Maybe next week I'll report that I threw the disc out the window and smashed the world. I don't so, know. basically, it's like reading Caleb's Twitter. Um, no, because with Caleb's Twitter, you know how it's going. <laughs> <laughs> you can't predict it. Yes. You, you don't know what it's about, but you know it's not. <laughs> like Maid Mob. Or whatever it was he was coming for last week, right before he took his week off. Dude's all right. Send, send prayers for that man. He needs all the help he can get right now. He is swamped. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, Ash, I'm gonna let you kick this one off. You have a topic that I wanna I wanna talk about that I like the thought of, and uh, I'm intrigued by. Yeah. So basically, um, here recently, Activision, Blizzard, Epic Games, uh, CD Projekt Red, uh, let's see who else, EA Sports, uh, they are all kind of banding together to stop selling games in Russia because of what's going on. Um, CD Projekt Red kind of kickstarted it because they're a Polish company. They're neighbors with Ukraine, so it's 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 a big deal for them, and everybody else is kind of joining in. So it's it's a difficult position to be in on whether this is a good thing or a bad thing, um, just for the simple fact that there's so many folks have they want nothing to do with what's going on, you know, even if they live in the same country, um, you know, the, again, the innocent civilian aspect, but at the same time, it's a, it's a good stance because it's really just cutting them completely off. Uh, another big internet company. Um, I can't remember the name. I'll have to look it up. Um, it's also halted a lot of things as well. So, the sanctions are getting stronger and stronger and then it's really even coming into the gaming community because it's not just about the games it's about add-on content about uh any type of merchandise that they they have to go along with those things like it's all being stopped so it negatively impacts the gamers that just like i just don't want to do i don't want I, i live here i don't care um, I wish that we didn't, you, you know, invade, but at the same time, it's positive because, again, they're cutting off the flow of money and things like that so that people can't continue to do the crap they're doing. So I'm right there with you. Look, uh, I'm not going to – I'm supportive of uh, Ukraine. Like, uh, ultimately, it'd be like if we invaded Canada or Mexico, right? 
like, oh, we're mad. We want that land back, but or we want that land. Period in the story, like Big Brother attacking the little guy. <clears throat> messed up it's wrong i don't care what you believe otherwise that's my opinion into it can't change my mind um i had to ask myself earlier what exactly are all of these sanctions doing because this morning netflix put out that they're no longer streaming and offering service in russia um nintendo did the same thing they're no longer selling any of their games digitally in russia uh what's there is available uh but currently nothing else is going to be moving forward to russia so why? What is this doing? I came to 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 a two conclusions. I don't know if these are true, but this is all I can think of, right? By cutting off the money, the ability to buy these things in Russia, the people will then be pushing the government, assuming they will be able to, to change the government opinion. But what good is that going ultimately going to do? And I don't want to get too too political here, but I'm I'm just I want to get your opinions and rationale on this because it doesn't make sense to me. You have Putin, who does whatever the hell he wants to do, um, and it doesn't matter if the people complain or not, as he's literally got people protesting the streets about it all. And then, where you've also got people over there who are in support of. So it's no different than our country, where let's take masks for an example. You had a population of people who are either okay with it or for the mask, but they weren't like, ah, F this noise. And then you had people who were completely against the mask saying it was false news, media, blah, 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 this and the other thing, right? It didn't matter. There was nothing you could do to change anybody's opinion contrary to what they believe, right? Didn't matter if you had facts, you had fiction. It is what it is. People are going to believe what they want to believe. You can't change the government. We've watched this happen. We've seen this firsthand. And we don't even have a, a dictator. He's a president. But let's be honest. Like, the way he talks to his people, he, that, that man's a dictator, right? What good is this going to do? Short of the actual PR, what good does this do? I mean, uh, I think you kind of touched on it a little bit. It um, Really, the only thing that moves anything at this point in time no matter the country is money like that's what it boils down to uh everything is a money move it's whether like to feel the absence of it or to gain more of it um not necessarily from the aspect of like oh like the people feel this like oh these services aren't available somehow we pressure um the people in power to like change their opinion and to like 180 the situation but more so if all of a sudden all of these sources of revenue that stimulate their economy all of a sudden evaporate you feel that and then it more or less dominoes into like i i would say um i wouldn't say desperation but when you start to feel the effects of like, even with here, like what did they do during the pandemic in order for people to like spend money to stimulate the economy? They gave us stimulus checks. Like when people don't have money, people get unruly. Shit goes sideways. Like you start to feel it. So like Does that, it though? Like I, that, that's what I like, think. And, and maybe it's just my mind and, and, Walk with me through through this for here for a second. Okay, so 
Um, I'm looking here. I wanted to know what what a ruble was worth compared to a dollar, right? Mm-hmm. A year ago, one dollar. No, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, point zero one three dollars. Okay, mm-hmm. so one point three cents mm-hmm. is worth a ruble. Yeah, a year ago. Now it's point zero zero, so not even a full penny. Point zero zero seven seven cents mm-hmm. is worth a single ruble. So, well, so- with that being said, none of these companies pulled out before these sanctions, right? Well, so these sanctions hit government. Government sanctions hit mm-hmm. the ruble tanks. Could and I'm playing devil's advocate here. I need to understand this. Like yeah, I yeah. again, I'm supportive. Like I need to understand this. Do you because we just said that everything's about the dollar? Do you pull out because you can't change the infl of what your price costs so much, and you just use it as a PR stunt, or are you truly pulling out because of the political scene? Do you understand what I'm saying here? Yeah, like yeah, you see yeah. how easy it is to convolute that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. And again, this is business. Like you can, whether it's from a monetary aspect, whether it's from you actually like a social standpoint where you believe and are wholeheartedly behind this. I, I would like to think everyone in their right mind is wholeheartedly against like a humanitarian crisis that's happening um, or from a PR stand like aspect. Like those, those three things are what fuel and are what are causing people to engage or these businesses to engage in that. Um, now I know you said with a lot of the sanctions is what caused the, like the value, the valuation of the ruble to, to drop, um, especially over like over the past two weeks to 30 days. Um, now I'm not saying that anything that a corp, so like Nintendo, like shutting down their eShop services in, Russia. I'm not saying that's going to make them go broke and be like, oh, we need money. Let's stop this entire war. But when you have not one, not two, not five, but say like 10, 12, 15 different organizations all of a sudden, like, we're not doing any sort of business in your neck of the woods. Like, whether it's one cent three cents like you'll feel it somewhere that's my thought so cd project red from their twitter uh they posted on march 3rd 2016 said uh this is just an excerpt that says the entire cd project red group stands firm with the people of ukraine while we are not politically entity we are not a political entity capable of directly influencing state matters and don't aspire to be one, we do believe that commercial entities, when united, have the power to inspire global change in the hearts and minds of ordinary people. We know that players in Russia and Belarus, individuals who have nothing to do with the invasion of Ukraine, will be impacted by this decision. But with this action, we wish to further galvanize the global community to speak about what is going on in the heart of Europe. So they kind of touched a little bit on what you said, Greg, uh, in the instance of like maybe 
shutting off the entertainment of, you know, let me forget the world, essentially, um, will cause a lot of these people to actually get up and out and, you know, protest and, and try and change the minds of their leaders and so on and so forth. But the other t aspect of that is if you piss off enough gamers, just, just look at what happened with GameStop stock and Reddit. If you piss off enough gamers, what could they achieve? Yeah, I think I think we're looking at it from a different light, though. I think we're looking at it from a more democratic um, kind of mentality, and I don't know. I don't know what. I don't. I, I don't believe that there's truly any impact um, that can be had for this. I again, I applaud them, but I feel like this is of a PR thing or a control of funds thing because of like I said the fluck it's it's fluctuating so rapidly right now like had had all of these companies come out day one of attack I buy it right mm -hmm. yeah. but at this point in time like you've waited two weeks almost well and here, here's the thing a lot of these are big organizations like it would be awesome if they could like and we've talked about this with with other instances where companies have made um, statements of similar stature for completely different reasons. Right. Um, we could either have them respond fast or we can have them put together a thoughtful statement with actions of what they can do in order to contribute to such causes. So like realistically would they be able to spawn day one probably not two weeks later like that's i think still fits you don't think that they could that nintendo netflix would shut it off well they can i'm not saying they can't that but, that's what i'm saying but someone illegal is gonna have a headache that's all i'm saying why it's not an issue now what changed in nine days that made it more legally acceptable than it was nine days ago? I don't know. Wording like how like, they, I, I, okay. So I think we had a conversation kind of like this with, um, I don't know if it was like a diversity and inclusion thing, or if it was in regards to like the Activision blizzard thing where we're talking about like essentially statements made for action. It's like whenever companies come out and say something publicly regarding a situation, um, if we're talking strictly about them announcing this, then a lot of times it's like they get their ducks in a row. They have their PR people put it together. What's the action they're taking? Um, instead of just saying, oh, we're standing with Ukraine. Like, obviously, people are going to like that bullshit you're doing is just to save face. Like, with I don't have an issue with them, like, taking a week or two to say that. <laughs> I don't know. It just it. I don't trust people. I don't trust corporations who make money. Mm -hmm. So when I look at this, like I said, I'm looking at the Rupal drop. Rubel. I'm sorry. I keep saying it Rupal like it's a freaking Legend of Zelda currency. Um, I keep seeing the Rubel drop. And all I can think of is as more and more companies pull out of there, it's not because of the political dynamic going on. It's not because of the the unjust invasion and you know death of these people people it's literally a money thing money. yeah like they were selling a game for let's just say it, it'd be like okay today you're selling a game for 60 bucks right 
but that $60 is only isn't worth the same in two weeks as it is today. So you've lost money right out the get, but the price of the game hasn't changed. The price of the Netflix service hasn't changed. Mm -hmm. The price, price of the Disney Plus subscription that you have hasn't changed. But the value has. So you wait two weeks to see what happens, and then you pull out? Like, it, it's, it's, it's too convenient to me looking at that and being like, oh, it's because they actually support Ukraine. No, they just support their own damn wallets. Mm -hmm. If they supported Ukraine, they'd have pulled out as soon as the first missile was shot. The first round left the barrel. The first time a trigger was pulled all the way back. Like, that would have been the first time that you pulled yourself back. But instead, you're, you're waiting for your peers to lead the way instead of being a leader yourself and being like, boom, let's go. How much legal is involved in being like in support of Ukraine? We're pulling out. Like we've, I know there's there can't be that much legal involved as we watched everybody say the same thing mm -hmm. and change one word, the company name. Like it. Again, I'm glad they're doing something. I'm glad some companies are donating. I've seen thousands, millions of dollars donating for the cause. That's great. Help them medically, help them get to shelters, help the people of Ukraine find homes, places, everything and anything we can to protect the people of Ukraine who are defending their home. Like, ultimately, that's what it is. Whenever somebody walks into your house with a gun, we'll get her to defend your home. Mm. But it also feels kind of shady. Yeah. Like, it, it's, yeah. CD Projekt Red looks like they were the first to do it. Um, or at least the earliest one to announce it, essentially. So I'm wondering if it's more just a bandwagon hop at this point for everybody else. Um, as, you know, Activision Blizzard, uh, Epic, so on and so forth, because of the fact that they took so long to do it. Mm, CD Projekt look, Red... Look, we're not giving any credit to Activision Blizzard. I'm sorry. This is the same mm. company that said they could not hire a female by their California law deadline of the 31st of December... Because of the deal with Microsoft. They get no credit. That's what I'm saying. Everybody outside of CD Projekt Red seems to just be bandwagon hopping. Oh, CD Projekt Red did it. Uh, they got great PR. Let's do it too. Yeah, and, yeah. and that's that's kind of... Yeah, and, that's kind and, of what I'm saying. Yeah, and unfortunately, like... When it comes to organizations, especially large organizations, it's always going to be like, it's always going to be that spin of, okay, but what do you gain from this kind of thing? Um, and and you're right, Greg. Like, I agree with you. I'm a bit more optimistic than you are as a person. Uh, but you're right. It's always going to be like, okay, it's a, it seems a little too, like you said, convenient for the timing. A little sus. It's a sus. Yeah, it, you, you waited as long as you could. Like, and I, I understand the optimistic side of things. Like, oh, guys, this is gonna blow over. Guys, this is gonna blow over. History never looks back on the people who waited. Nope. You know what I mean? So, like, do or die. Jump on it. Let's do it. So, I don't know. Good topic. I like I like the conversation. I don't like I said. I don't want to make it political. It's not what I'm here for, but it is what I'm here for at the same time. Like it's it's. I want to play devil's advocate. I want to see all sides of things. I think it's good 
that they're not supporting Russia. I think it's kind of sus that they're like, oh, let's see if we can make any money before we Okay. <laughs> no. Let's see what we can do. All right. So I will say, speaking of pure evil, I want to talk about EA. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead, good sir. Lead the way. Uh, So news came out about FIFA 23. um, Mm. And it's going, well, that's specifically that they're going to be introducing cross-platform for FIFA for the first time. Okay. Um. Which cool, good. It's about time. I'm still not buying FIFA. I don't care what you say. I don't care who the government sends. I'm not paying taxes. I'm not going to buy FIFA. It's my brother's literally. I watched my brother play an online tournament this weekend. Um, that for whatever reason he aired out. The other guy wouldn't rematch him, and the other guy ended up winning the tournament. And they've just made FIFA a terrible experience. And I just, for those people that used to play five, even like three years ago, I don't think introducing things like cross-platform at this point in time will save your game. You straight up have a terrible game. Plain and simple. And why do they have a terrible game, Matt? Because everything that they did to give us a good game. So like with the introduction of Ultimate Teams, like, FIFA was the first like sports franchise to really do ultimate teams well or like build your own team. Um, and they take these things, introduce these new mechanics, these new story like game features, do it really well. And what do they do? They backtrack and make it terrible. Uh, lounge mode from like f- to uh, FIFA 12. Uh, one of the most fun features they did took it away after like a year, threw it back in like. They took all the good parts, chopped it up, and put it back in like FIFA 17 or 18 or something like that. They just it's just this inability to read the freaking room with any of the people that play the game. And they continue to do this. It's like the blind leading the blind. You know what I mean? And it's it's infuriating. Like, like it, EA ever released a really good game yes. and like kept it good. Yes. You got to tell like, us? look at what they did with Anthem. <laughs> NFL loved Streets. Anthem. I uh, loved Anthem when it came out. It was amazing. Anthem and was hot trash. They they bombed it. No, I really liked it. I thought it was awesome. No, they you bombed know, it from the get-go. You just hyped on it. You rode that hype train until you, re- you realized Caleb. that that train, yeah, that train led to nothing but an explosion of dung you everywhere. And, you all in your face. Mm. No, I I legitimately enjoyed the lore. I enjoyed the graphics. I enjoyed the combat. I also enjoyed the mixed your you know whatever version of your right. you basically. Um, I like the fact that they all felt different. They didn't feel the same when you were playing them. Um, so I really enjoyed that aspect. You know, yes, it had its quirks even in the beginning. And with the patch update that they did uh, not too long after it launched, it really fixed a lot of that. But Ash, they just let it Do you know what you and raccoons have in common? <laughs> the ability to tear your eyes out? You both love trash. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, guess I guess that's why I love you, huh, Greg? 
Hey, look, I'm never going to tell anybody I'm not trash. Okay. Listen, <laughs> My wife probably confirmed that. It, yeah, it's EA just, again, read the freaking room. Just, I'm glad you're getting cross-platform and people can play. But here's, here's the issue with EA, though. All of EA's games, for the most part, they're big money makers that are releases. You have Madden. You have DeFifa. You have Battlefield. Mm. Like, Battlefield is the exception, but especially NHL, they don't have competition. Yeah. There, there's no competition whatsoever in it. The only sports title that seems to get better and better every single year is MLB The Show. Yep. I don't know why that is because, yep. there, again, there's no competition. 2K gets worse and worse every year. Mm-hmm. Every single I – mean, Madden, FIFA, uh, NHL. I you don't hear anything about Shell because nobody really plays Shell here in the states. Uh, but like they don't get better; they just maintain the status quo because people keep buying them. Yep. There's nothing else to play in that sport genre except for what EA or 2K produces for you, mm-hmm. and that's all you get. Yeah, I will say, uh, at least for soccer, Pro Evolution or whatever whatever they're calling it now, um, it's still – uh, They rebranded to something, but it's still – E-football. E-football, but it's still Pez forever. Um, I mean, even for a decent bit, they had a good run where, where the naming rights was still in contention for a lot of these games before it was decentralized and everyone was able to use it. Uh, like, they – they have a decent game. Like a lot of the mechanics are equal, if not slightly better than what FIFA has for theirs, but because of the misnomer and like EA is like FIFA, like that is the game to play. Um, doesn't get as much Pez, credit. Pez is to FIFA as NBA live is to NBA 2K. NBA Live had like one good year recently. Like that's it. Nineteen. <laughs> yes. Nineteen. Like it was a great year. They were doing all kinds of new mechanics. Yeah. And it was like it was also like a budget game. It was thirty bucks, but you had licensing rights. Yeah. It was, it was, was actually it, worth it. Was that their first but one back? The, no. Uh seventeen uh sixteen took seventeen off, eighteen, nineteen, I think. Or some okay. It's like there was that four year window, but they only had three games. Okay. Yeah, um yeah. but like because everybody is entrenched in NBA 2K, mm. they don't leave. It, unless you have some like an absolute killer, they don't leave. Right. Same with like nobody's ever going to leave Madden because there's nobody has license to football. Mm-hmm. Nobody's going to leave FIFA because FIFA is hell. It's the freaking organization. Right. The FIFA. Right. Mm. I will say. Madden will if they're not careful. As soon as NCAA comes back, everyone's just going to it. I promise you. Sure, but do you? But not it's still the same person. Madden did. Yeah. It, it, it's still the same company. Yeah, yeah. And what they'll do is they'll make even more money because they'll have you buy NCAA, and then they'll have you move your your career player into Madden, just like they did years ago in mm. what oh nine eleven when they started doing that. Even if not yeah. earlier, like I remember that was a feature they were touting because NCAA comes out in July, Madden comes out in August. You know what you're doing? You're playing your career college player all the way to the pros. Mm. What's more exhilarating than that? Because you didn't get to do it in real life. Mm-hmm. 
So, like, it's... I've been saying this since I swear to God, episode one. Competition is what we need. Without competition, we get trashed. And we're seeing it. Especially in sports titles. Alright. I got something. We're going to talk about the games that are coming out. Okay. Because there's a lot of games coming out. Uh, we we kind of touched on a little bit this month, and we've been really heavy in the topic. I love your topic, Ash. It's great. I can go on for hours, but I feel it's like really heavy and really negative, especially when I talk about it. Sorry, I taint everything. Um, so let's let's start with this month. We've had a hell of a year so far. Games, two daggone mini games. March. Early March, far ahead, a couple games came out. Gran Turismo 7 dropped. Helped your boy out. Get some <laughs> up on that uh, fan critics website. Get some points. 44. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Appreciate you. Uh, Triangle Strategy, another one that helped me out. Coming out in full swing. Um, so that, that's what's out. I'm, I'm not going to go over everything. I'm sure those of you guys, you guys can look over it too. Because that would probably be more helpful. There are things. Thing, things I'm going to skip. Like, I don't know what a spell force three reinforced is, but it comes out tomorrow. So, congratulations. Um, Chocobo GP, I've talked about this a little bit. This game comes out on the 10th, so Thursday. Uh, it's going to be a like almost like a the Disney Racer game where it looks like it's got a light version for free, but you can mm. pay for the season pass full game for 60 bucks. Mm-hmm. Really weird. I'm going to try it, but I'm probably not going to buy it so I get a full set. That comes on the tent. Uh, Grand Theft Auto V coming to PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X and S to eat up all your memories. That comes on the 15th. Uh, another game to scoop me up some points. would be Tunic. little fox playing Zelda on March 16th. Uh... Big homie Spencer is super excited for Persona 4 Arena Ultimix. And by the way, at any point in time, if I say a game you guys are excited, please, please let me know so we can stop. Ghostwire Tokyo comes on the 25th. Same day as Kirby. Mm-hmm. Same day as Tiny Tina Wonderland. Kirby Kirby is uh, going to come in strong for your boy in that fantasy fantasy league. I mean, it, it, it's, it's, it's going to get a solid 85. So you're going to get like 25 points out of it. 15. I'm here for you. You're going to get your 15 <laughs> points, my guy. You're still, not, you're still going to be in number two. Uh, are, is anybody excited for Ghostwire? I really want to check it out. It looks really cool. But I can't say that I'm like, oh, my God. You know what I mean? What What is it? Because it looks like it looks like Bioshock meets Japanese ghosts. Or are you okay? Big. With like a little bit of watchdogs. <sighs> I'm really worried about this game. <laughs> like, um, it, it looks... it. I don't really want to say it looks pretty. It looks really intriguing with like the neon colors. Kind of got that whole... Uh, infamous second son aesthetic kind of vibe almost going. I just, uh, I don't know. 
Are you are you so are you hyped on this one, Ash, or are you just kind of like whatever? I mean, I think it's gonna be pretty cool. Um, I'm just hoping it's not gonna be a complete flop. You know, like I feel like there's gonna be a lot to it. So if I do get it, I definitely will play through it before I generate an opinion on whether it's, you know, hot garbage or not. For example, uh, Cyberpunk. The storyline was great, but the overall gameplay was meh. Um, they have come out with a bunch of expansions for it, so it's gotten better, but it still has that very meh taste to it, I guess you could say. So I'm just hoping it's not a flop like that. So it so it seems like Ghostwire Tokyo could be one of those like all or nothings. Basically, mm. like it could be really good or it could be really bad. I don't think there's really gonna be an in between. And I don't think there's. I'm concerned because it's been radio silent. Like, am I wrong? Have you guys caught anything on this at all? Not here in the states, but apparently overseas, it's getting some some hype. But outside of that, meh. we're just too stupid here. Uh, and the other game coming out that same day is Tiny Tina's Wonderland. Again, this is March 25th. Three games, three completely different types of games. Heard? Do either of you guys have any interest in these ones? Mm-mm. In this one, Tiny Tina. Tiny Tina looks fun. I it like looks... I like the the Borderlands games. I played all three of them. Um, I also played the digital game that was free on PSN. That was a lot of fun, the little dungeon crawler. Um, oh, is that what that was? Basically, yeah. It was pretty is it fun. Sh- is it short or like? It's fairly short, yeah. Ugh. But mm-hmm. like not in a bad way. No, just kind of like a. I, I just I imagine that kind of like fables. Xbox 360 game they had that was for free that came out before Fable 3, I think it was, or one of those games. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of yeah, something like to get you intrigued into it. You could probably beat it within like two to three days, depending on like the amount of time you have on your hands. Yeah. Uh, April 5th, we start off. We're missing some here. Oh. So then a very uh, good list you got here, GameSpot. Uh, you start off with MLB The Show coming out on the 4th. If I'm not mistaken, it might be the fifth. Mm. Uh, and then you have uh, on the fifth Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga. Lies. <laughs> I I <laughs> do not believe that game is going to come out. We have been waiting for nearly two years for this freaking game. I like. I know it says it. I know they've come out and say the fifth, but until it happens, it doesn't. That's all I'm saying. I mean. Yeah, you're right. Uh, on the 8th, you have Advanced Wars 1 and 2 Reboot Camp coming out on the Switch. Ta-ta-ta, ta-ta-ta. Ash, have you played Vampire? Vampire? It's Vampire. The Masquerade? Are you excited for uh, that at all? I haven't played it, but I've watched it on YouTube. Ah, uh, so I was right. That is a style of game you like to play. Or at least watch. <laughs> You're intrigued what? by. What? Yeah, you tell them. Uh, in June, that's really all we have right now for me. Wow, mate, this I, might I, be like the quietest. The uh, the Thirteen Sentinels Aegis Rim. I think that's gonna be pretty cool for the Switch. I, uh, I'm right there with you. 
I bought this game that comes out on April 12th. Uh, I bought this game on the PS4 uh, per Rich Homie Spencer's suggestion because I love RPGs. And um, I think I bought it at like 20 or 30 bucks. I have yet to open it. Really? Yeah. <laughs> that was so anticlimactic. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's some games I feel like would just be better on the Switch versus, you know, PlayStation or Xbox. Like, for example... All, um, all the, RPGs. All RPGs. The Immortals game. Uh, Immortals. I can't Phoenix remember. Phoenix Rising. Yeah, that one. I liked that better on the Switch than I did on the PlayStation. Mm. See, I played it on the PS5, and that was dope. Got me a Platinum. 55 hours of play. Yeah. Great I, game. You remember when he told me to pick it up, Greg? Yeah, dude. I, I spent a, I, it up too. I spent a total of fifteen minutes on that game. <laughs> Bro, I'm telling you, that game is so good. But no, with you, Ash. I'm sorry, I'm tired. Um, RPG is definitely my go-to on the Switch. Uh, but June, so Mario Strikers Battle League. I don't know yeah, if anybody yeah. interested. Be, 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 be. How about you, bro? Oh. My, my bad. You're gonna play the the soccer. Do you call it football or do you call it soccer? Depends on who I'm talking to. Ah, so if you're talking to a dumb white American, you're definitely calling it soccer. Your words, not mine. <laughs> but if you're talking to a worldly human being, it's probably gonna be football. Yeah, uh, honestly, I call it more soccer than anything. Uh, every Every once in a while, I'll just throw football in there for a little razzmatazz. Do you ever see somebody who's like wearing? Uh, like a uh, Kansas City Chiefs jersey, be like, oh man, I love football. My favorite player is Messi. You a fan of Messi or or whatever? I don't freaking know. I mean, that is. I, you ever try to troll them? I would. I try to troll. No, I don't. I I, I don't care because I love that more people love soccer. It's just, I don't know. More for us. I'm just. We need a World Cup. That's all I want. That's all I want. Do I know the World Cup leaves most countries in economic ruin? Yes. I feel like we're one of the few countries that can withstand it, though. So, KC, Are World we? Cup 2026. Hell yeah. There's a big plaza down there where Bastard used to be. You can build it. Um, let's see. Live. I don't know how much space I need. Live Alive coming out uh, uh, in July. July 22nd. That's going to be interesting because usually July is a fairly barren landscape for video games. Uh, and then you kind of really hit. I, it, it seems like outside of May, it's the unknown. Anything can happen. Because mm-hmm. after that, after July, you, you have Saints Row coming out August 23rd. Um, Madden comes out in that time frame. Yeah. September, I guess. Right September is going to be FIFA. Uh, but you also get Test Drive Unlimited, Solar Crown. What the hell is that? I know Test Drive. I didn't know they were doing another one. Hmm. Um, and then October, we got Forspoken. That just got pushed back today from spring. And then we have Starfield in November. And like, like you said... I'm like, really interested in the next one for December. Stalker? Stalker. Yeah. Heart of Chernobyl? So is Caleb. Only because he wants some points. Play the Xbox in December. <laughs> what? What is, is this? A horror-based game? Uh, yes and no. 
but uh, it definitely has some creep factor. That's for sure. So I'm going to tell you now, it's probably not coming out this year. It's what? Probably not coming out this year. Uh, it's so. coming March 22nd. Starker 2 developer GSC Game World, which is based in Ukraine, has provided an update on how the studio is reacting and handling itself amid Russia's invasion. Um, their main office is in Kiev. So they're quoted as saying, we are now striving to help our employees and their families who survive. The game development is shifted to the sidelines, but we will definitely continue after the victory. Um, can, can we just say for a minute here, like, mad respect for Ukraine. Every time those people are caught on camera or say something, it is just like, nah, fam, we ain't going down. <laughs> right. Like, after the victory, not after it's all settled. You want to talk about getting some words to pay PR and legal after the victory, not after things settle down, not after everything comes back to normal, not after everything gets tension is released, whatever you want to say, just straight up. We throw fist to cuffs and we walking away from this with a W. We'll let y'all know. But yes, Ash, I'm sad to report it sounds like your game is going to get delayed for the best reason the game can get delayed, also the worst reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, I hope all is well with GSC Game World and their employees because damn y'all some savages. Mm-hmm. Golly. Right. Yeah, and obviously like looking at this list, the back half is really up in the air until we get e3 or summer game fest if that's happening again um because obviously like it doesn't count for breath of the wild sequel that we'll most likely hear about that they at least they said they would tell us about um obviously doesn't count for like pokemon scarlet and violet that are supposed to be coming out later this year um i know they talked about uh i know it's random but uh fall guys coming to uh xbox and switch stuff like that uh, so i mean there's there's a, a plenty of stuff that is supposed to be on the docket but hasn't been given an official uh window so i guess we'll just see as we get closer to summer um and hopefully that'll be streamlined because a whole month fall of fantasy Day 16 yeah fall fantasy 7 ever crisis frank and drake whatever that is are, wait, they're remaking Prince of Persia, The Sands of Time? <laughs> Bro, <laughs> listen. That for like a while now. Duh, I'm curious about this. When? Because Prince, dude, Prince of Persia on the PS5, could you imagine? That. Like how beautiful that game's going to be? I, that I... game was announced in September 2020. That game is supposed to come out in 21. That game mm. has been pushed back for damn near a year and a half now. Mm. Maybe uh, having issues with licensing rights. It's it's not like it's all Ubisoft. They own it. They're the ones they're publishing it. It's that it's just it is what it is. It's the new Lego Star Wars. Yeah, unfortunately. So. Anyway, is there anything else you guys want to talk about this week? 
Not that I can think of off the top of my head. I'm right there with you. The top of my head's done. Mm. Kind of a kind of a dull week in gaming at the moment. It's it has been there there's a lot more important things to talk about in the world right now. Uh, I've been struggling uh, paying attention to games because I am glued to all information regarding what's uh, happening in worldly events. There was actually, as I kind of mentioned that last week, there was a time where I was trying to figure out how to get to a place to help physically. But it's uh, probably best I don't concern yeah. my family. But l- l- listen, uh, I I think I would... Uh, can't say it's for certain, but my gut tells me I would be in line if they needed me. Mm. Put that out there. So if you need help, call your boy. I might be fat and out of shape, but I can still pull a trigger right, right now. Right now. Uh, anyway, it, Matt. Did, is this the wrap up? Because I can wrap up. Uh, you thought like you were going to say something else. Oh, no. I was, I was just saying it's funny because I ran into a friend who happened to be in town uh, last week. Uh, and it was like, she was on her way out of town. Like she was here for a little bit and I was talking to her. She's like, uh, cause she also runs uh, a nonprofit and she's like, yeah, I'm going to the Ukraine and Poland border to help extract people. And to like, uh, I was just like, you're dropping this on me now. She's like, I just found out like literally hours before. Um, so shout out to all the people that are doing what they can to, to help those in need. Cause it truly is a humanitarian crisis. Um, and hopefully the world becomes, a better place out of all of this. Unlikely, but we can hope. Okay, there we go. More uh, Matt, why don't you go ahead and tell them where you can find you at? Guys, you can find me on all social media at Matt underscore Gutu. You can tweet at me specifically because I am always tweeting like I'm on vacation, probably tweeting more about Pokemon as we're finding out more about Scarlet and Violet because your boy Quaxley looks like he would lead a bourgeoisie uprising. And I, that's all I can really say about that. Um, or you can I don't know what those words are you just said, but I'm here for it. Right. Uh, uh, or if you just want to find out uh, my friend code so you can face me when this new Mario Strikers comes out, at your boy. I was going to say, Ash. like, when did you learn another language? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitch at MS underscore Spark Magnus. You can also find me on the Twitters and Instagrams and YouTubes under the same name. Um, anything else? Spotify, obviously, you're gonna find us here. Um, Greg, where can they find you? They can find me at Tonksy, T O N N K S Y, on the Twitterverse, where I'll probably be doing things like I did this last week and taking pictures of the donuts that were given me for free. <laughs> and I begrudgingly <laughs> tried to eat all of, and I just I couldn't do it, man. 12 donuts in a nine hour period. That's a lot of donut. <sighs> yeah. It hurt. It was a bad day. Uh, anyway, uh, guys, we love you. Um, we hope you're staying safe. I do want to plug real quick. I don't know if you guys saw the link that I sent you to, um, but currently, God, is there, there's gotta be a place to put this. Go, go check out. There's, there's a, a, I don't know how to share this. I don't know how to explain this. I shared the links with you guys. We've got to figure out a way to get this out to share this. Um, there is on itch.io a bundle for Ukraine game uh, or bundle of games. It is 
what I think it's like a thousand games that are on there that you can download through the itch.io program. Um, it only costs you ten bucks. All proceeds go to help uh, you know the whole effort in Ukraine. Um, it's you can offer more, which is welcome, but they're only asking for a minimum of ten bucks. But just real quick, like skatebirds on there, backbones on there, cross code. Um, you've got Wander Song, Acid Death Fantasy, like there's Figment, Poli, Super Hot is on here, Dumpy and Bumpy, Summer Games, Dungeon, like dot dungeon, like there's so many games. Like I said, a thousand games on here. Go help them out. We'll figure out a way to get a link up on our, one of our profiles or all of our profiles if we can. Get them get them the help they need. If you are supporting this, if you just want to play games, it's 10 bucks. you can help a good cause. But go ahead, do this. We'll put the links up everywhere, like I said. Um, we love you, though. Be safe. Matter respect to Ukraine. Do what you do. Come out that victory, like we said. So stay safe out there. Wash your hands. Wear your mask or don't. Just be careful. All right, guys. We love you. See you next week.